on the proof that you that you did that you put the barrel put That's, him in the barrel. Doesn't that really the get higher a- proof versus a lower proof barreling? Higher proof, you'll get more of the van- I think you'll get more of the vanilla. Lower proof, you'll get more of the. Uh, <coughs> you'll get. <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, depending on if it's like. Um, if you barrel it at like a hundred twenty proof, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, we were talking about this 100, before. Hundred and five proof versus and then like you, you let barrel it drop 90, to like eighty or whatever. Well, the, the lower the strength of the alcohol will determine how much the interaction and what kind of flavors you're gonna get. Yeah, for sure, because yeah, yeah. that depends on how long it sits in the barrel, right? I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's the and the barrel if the barrel has so much in it, uh, it's DJS. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, but um. But yeah, um, let me see. Yeah, please leave that up and bring up a new. Just bring up a new tab. Can you bring up a new one? Yeah, thanks, man. Because I'm gonna play something off of there on our break when we go to break. <laughs> Yikes, brother, brother, hey, brother. Yeah, hold, hold on, because it's like lower. Yeah, so, so Pam Benjamin's in the house, big dog. Remember, it's me and the radio, big dog. We got the fucking festival coming up. 50 comics, 45 shows. I think it's four days. It's the best. March 3rd, please show up. Pam's always stressed, and I hate this time of year because I, I feel stress walking into this building every fucking time this time of year just because of Pam's damn stress. So please, please show up if you're a fan of our show. Show your love to the Pam's. Distilleries that practice low barrel entry proof. It's more costly to put whiskey into barrels any lower than the maximum 125, but these distillers, Four Roses, Wild Turkey, Weller and Van Winkle, Maker's Mark, Peerless, Roland, and Michter's. So what? what did, I, I didn't catch the first part of that sentence. What, so, um, what does that mean? Uh, so why is lower proof better? So the the maximum you can do it. Max, so when you when you so you get the distillate out and then you're gonna put it in the barrels. Yeah. Uh, it cannot be any higher than 125 proof when it's inside when you first put it into the barrels. I get that. Yeah. And some some people like Maker's Mark they'll bring it down to 115 proof and then barrel it. Okay. Um. So like, what? About, just curious. But they just like let it just sort of sit wherever the fuck it was sitting before it, and just let the alcohol content sort of evaporate until it's down to one fifteen. It's the extra and water. And then just drop it into the barrel. Is yeah. that sort of the deal? Andrea Wilson, who works for Michter's, I think she actually may be currently at the time, but this this time she was a manager. I think this time she's actually the master. Ooh, <laughs> master distiller. Boy, oh boy, you're having a fucking fit. No, what the fuck? Should we take a break? You want to take the break right now? That'd be fine. No, no, no. Hold on. If you've ever tasted a whiskey that's over-oaked, you'll likely pick up astringency, dryness, and bitterness. Um, what the fuck is over-oaked? Who the fuck would bottle over-oaked shit? With the tannins and the wood sugars. People who like wine. Okay. Um, well, I mean, sometimes if you have, like, you know, really high... Nate, well, is it, are there, like, brands that are over-oaked, like, on purpose? You know what I mean? Yeah, like the freaking Trader Joe's we tried last week. Oh, yeah! That's over-oaked. That's over-oaked. Gotcha. That is that. really over-oaky. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna... Because I tried it a little bit. It, 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 I, I appreciate it, but... I, I tried some Glenfiddich 12... And it's like it's that. a forty-six dog or whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, <laughs> and that's it's, Trader Joe's. That's that, a right. That's that the is, right call. That it's is a forty-two or some shit. It's it, it's kind of crappy. It is shit. 
Don't get me started on fucking Trader Joe's again, man. I'm not going to get in that. I'm, you know what? I'm over them. Just from last week, talking shit about them. I'm just, like, I'm already over them. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just trying to re Well, because, yeah, you'll, you'll extract different flavors from lower-proof aging. It'll tend to be a smoother whiskey. You won't have as What does much- that mean when you're talking about lower-proof aging? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, what, what does that phrase mean? So, again, so the idea is that when you first distill it, say, like, you distill it the second time around, and distill it you have is going to be, the, the moonshine you have is going to be at 125 proof, okay. maybe, or maybe lower. They might lower the proof a little bit. How? Adding water. Okay. I'm, I, just, I'm just asking, because I, I really so don't So, the higher know. the proof... The stronger the alcohol, I the, know more, the more the the more it's going to interact with. It's going to extract certain uh, certain more molecules out of the wood than if it's uh, than if they say they water it down and then they put it in. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that they watered down their whiskey. Well, how That's else? So you, fucking how weird else do you get to forty percent? Evaporate this shit, man. Let the age time, motherfucker. Actually, if you evaporate it, it actually gets it gets stronger. Higher, higher. Yeah, I just yeah. thought about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I thought the alcohol content would like. Fl- am I am I dumb to think that the alcohol content would just like like evaporate into the air? Also, wouldn't doesn't the alcohol also evaporate? Yeah, you get the angel share. The angel share. So, uh, depending on where you are, the environment and climate, say um, cooler climates like here or in Scotland, every year two percent of that barrel, two percent of the alcohol will be gone. So, by in yeah. fifty years, in fifty years, there'd be nothing left in okay. that barrel. So, it, it becomes kind of a key thing to you know that's in a business that is an, a straight up loss. You have to take that two percent as a loss. Absolutely. If you live, if you're in from, in, yeah. If you're like in from India or Taiwan, where they're really hot, they don't have or Australia, they don't really have to age it for like six to ten years, because because those their angel share is like ten percent, fifteen percent. Okay. Think about fifth, like a ten percent angel share every year. That seems like a lot. That you lose ten percent of what you make every year. And All you those to, fucking places you just mentioned. It, well, it's warm climates, like in Texas. Oh, any warm. Oh, any, any warm, warm climates. Cl- the, the, you're the, fucked. You're gonna evaporate a lot more fat. A yeah, lot faster. that's what I said. That's but what, what I happens thought. is the aging, the heat, the warmth is actually going to age it faster. Well, I was just thinking, just because, like, if you like, let's say, like, you know, you've been hanging out all night and you have a fucking beer you left out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, fuck, I'm going to just have a sip of this fucking beer in the morning. You know what I mean? You're 20 fucking two or whatever, right? And fuck it. I'm just have hair of the dog and just sip that beer. Sure. The fucking beer doesn't have any alcohol, it doesn't seem like. Am I right or wrong? Say that again. If you leave a beer out overnight. Yeah, it goes bad. It's not that it goes like that. It's like there's lots it gets of oxidized. bubbles and shit. It gets oxidized. Yeah, but the alcohol content. Does that stay in the beer, or is that gone also? Well, um, the alcohol will cling to other compounds inside the beer. 
And so it may like not, the liquid in the beer, the li- other stuff in the liquid, the the, the hopping, all those aroma, all those compounds that make up the beer. Yeah, the I'm thinking like a Miller High Life. I'm just thinking, yeah, you know, in my head. If, if you take, if you leave it out for a day, it may not lose all the out. Al- it I'm won't just, lose all the alcohol, but alcohol will will start to oxidize and alcohol will start to evaporate. So alcohol does evaporate. That's what I'm yes, wondering. That's at what room I'm temperature. At. I mean, here's the thing. Um, not at room temperature, but it, the thing is that the aromas and flavors will go away. Well, yeah, for sure. So you'll get a bad beer that just tastes like... Well, uh, yeah, it's going to taste gross. I didn't say it's not going to taste gross, but like, if you still wanted to like keep your little buzz going or whatever the fuck, Mm -hmm. is there still beer in that beer the next morning? Is there alcohol still there? Yeah. 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 But like, has how much would you figure it's like gone away? Is it... You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if they've done too many tests on that, but you know. There's got to be. That's You know what I mean? Anyway, whatever. I was, just, I was just wondering, you know, because that's what made me think about evaporation mm. in alcohol and beer in general. You know, yeah. like if you just so, let that shit sitting out, wouldn't the shit just sort of like evaporate and just sort of mist off yeah. in the wherever well, the, the fuck? Thing, if you it, this, you know, this little this little drop here. Yeah. Yeah, it'll evaporate overnight. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that, that's the idea. But so I, to say you know, that the I'm not. Pr- I'm, I'm like it's weird. It's like it. I'm not talking about the liquid. I'm talking about just the alcohol itself. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I don't want to confuse the two sure. to make us say like we're talking about two different things. No, yeah. I'm not talking about the liquid in that cup. I'm talking about the alcohol in that cup. Well, it's forty. It's forty-five percent alcohol. So forty-five yeah. percent of this. Yeah. Would that would that be gone? Half before, of it will be gone before that other half. The the yeah. the, 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 the other half. Part, the, the other half, part. which is well, yeah. But then it will actually, you know, fifty-five percent. Well, water will evaporate at some point. Well, too. yeah, that, yeah, of course. Like probably soon after. But what you'll get, but you'll, that forty-five you'll leave, goes you'll first. leave that kind of. Uh, you'll leave the kind of. Um, Sheen. The sheen has actually the smell, the aromas. Okay. So. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. can still taste it. You can still smell it, and you can still, if you if, if you smell it now, like if it will smell like a lot of like vanilla. Wait. Yeah. But that, but that, but just to be clear, that first forty five goes first. That alcohol burns off before that water does, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now smell it with like all the swirl. Okay. Smell it now. Oh wow. Yeah, it's like really cherry vanilla. For sure, especially after it smells like, like, it's like red been vines, people. It smells like red vines. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it smell like cherry or does it smell like licorice? Fuck it, it smells like red vines. I, that alcohol, like I really have to get used to that out getting past that goddamn alcohol. But when I really breathe deep into it... Oh, here's what you do. Breathe with your mouth open at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying to do a cycle of, like, breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth, and just sort of, like, taking it all in. Let me get, let me get this yeah, man, please do, bro. Yeah, dude. You, you Hey, I think it's because they have pets in here sometimes or some shit. You can get the fucking the hinkies fucking around in here, man. <laughs> Or you know the the I have I have dog and cat allergies, so I hate when they have fucking pets in here. It blows my mind, but I don't give a fuck. Some lady brought her fucking dog into the Chinese restaurant yesterday, but whatever. 
You know what I loved? I saw these two little old ladies eating Chinese food the other day that was so fucking adorable. I could have just taken a fucking... I, I, if I was a painter, I would have made a painting of the shit. <laughs> they were so darn pretty. They had their little... Ha- yeah, 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 yeah. These little two old little Asian ladies just eating their little... Yeah, it's so cute. But you know Until what? they talk. Yeah. Oh, Until no. they talk. <laughs> I, I've been around Asian grandmothers. Yeah, no. No, they I are the meanest motherfuckers. No, yeah, no, I don't. They're mean motherfuckers. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to hear what they gotta Pass, say. They're passive aggressive to the extreme. <laughs> passive aggressive <laughs> to the extreme. I've lived they with. Gotta I, yeah. They gotta be nuts. But they're some of the coolest. You might want to grab that because I don't want to leave that on the edge of the counter there. But um, they're I I love their style of fashion, and that's it. I don't like their attitude. I don't like none of their bullshit, their racism, none of that horseshit. I like their fucking style of fashion. I always like a round hat. So, like, when I always see a little oh, yeah. Asian lady, always got a round hat. I don't give a and fuck. And they have those um, those carry-around baskets that are the red, blue, and white striped ones. Yeah, man. They don't oh, make those anymore. Oh, dude, what about those chicks? You, uh, I always like those undercover Asian ladies that are fucking picking up cans and smashing them and putting them in the little bag. That, those are... Those are those are that's urban recycling. I love hey, that hey, shit. Hey, they because got, they'll look down on black people with a fucking shopping cart with the shit, but they'll be walking up and down the street with doing the exact same thing. I kind of wonder how much they make when they go to the recycling bin. When they oh, go to the recycling I, bin. I could probably tell you. I said that's when I was homeless. That's why I, yeah. I'd see, I never asked a person for money ever once. The so only what, thing I ever did was like collect cans and shit sure. Like so that. what would like on average? I, I used to make like I don't know like five bucks. Ten bucks? No. Like I wouldn't have no fucking shopping cart. No. I I had like like a bag of shit, and I would make like let's say like five five bucks. All right. So like that chick is making I don't know like fifteen twenty bucks maybe in that bag. I'm just kind of thinking like maybe making like twenty bucks. All that effort. For like five. Yeah, but she's not doing shit with her life anyway. So she's just out walking. She's getting two. She's doing two things at once. She's getting exercise. She's making money. I really don't. That's all she's thinking about. I mean. If you think about it, I'm pro- I probably agree with you. That is only what they think about. They don't think about anything else. What the fuck is they're that? Not, what the fuck else the... is she thinking about? I don't know. Why would she be out there I've doing that? I've always wanted to know what what goes on in their heads. Me too. They and I'm so... black. I thought like an Asian dude would know that shit. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't. I have no idea what goes into that old that old lady's head when she's picking up the cans and stuff. I'm like. You, you, I can't tell. They're expressionless. Yeah. They're just doing it. Yeah. I think part of, part of it is because <laughs> I creepy. think part of it is the boredom. Part of it is the boredom. Yeah. They have to work. They have to be doing something. Yeah. Because they'll just go fucking crazy. You think? the Like the inertia will just drive them mad. Like if they just stopped. I think so. I think you're right too. I think so. Because there's that Filipino store right next to my house, right? They just have to do something. Yeah. Otherwise, that, they're this just lady must be eighty-five years old, and she's still sitting in there working. Yeah. You know. And I'm like, why? You know, why don't you retire? Why don't you? Yeah. I never thought about retiring. No, no. Not even a thought. What do you mean retire? That's crazy to me. But you know, hey. It's, it's, I'm an American. I yeah. was born in a, diff- a union family. It's a different vibe. It's a different yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's union a, family is like, hey, I'm clocking out. I'm not doing shit for you. Yeah, fuck off. No, nah, dude. Yeah, these motherfuckers are like, lo- like, look, hey, man, and it's I'm so, loyal. Hey, near the thing is that you talk to them about unions, 
They won't go and they won't vibe with that shit. shit, Because they escaped from socialist communist China, where everything, every an entire city is an entire labor union. Well, it's a bummer when they tell you that your job is to do blank forever and goodbye, and that's it. You do it for the people. You must do it for the people for forever. That's that's not cool at all, dude. That's not fucking. Socialism. No, but here's the thing. Many of them. That's fucked up. Many of them grew up. Many of them probably grew up in agrarian, rural, farm, farm, yeah. farm. So they hard ass work. Hard ass working people. Where hey, look, my there's there's something to do where where you're farming farming. My mother grew up. On you a do farm. something every day. You yeah. gotta be doing doing something every day. You can't just be like oh, sitting on your ass. Dude, my mother was born in 1942 on a fucking farm. I know she knows. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She knows that agrarian ass lifestyle. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. It's fucking. I get it, man. That shit takes loyalty, hard work, dedication. But it's almost like it's so like. You know, it's like my like my but parents. But you didn't get locked into that my shit. Parents, my mother ended up working for GM. Yeah, I, I told you before that bitch retired at fifty. She was like, "Fuck this." They had an early retirement because they were closing down the plants in yeah. nineteen ninety two. That bitch was like, "I I'm will be here. the second motherfucker on that list." I'm out of here. I'm out of here, niggas. Good Assem- night. Panel channel is closed. Fuck you, assembly line. <laughs> I am done. I get, y'all will figure out the news by yourself. Good night. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes at some point you're like you're just done with it. Fuck yes! Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. That's a, like, I, like, but here's the thing: if you were, if you type in up the trade magazine, writing the articles, you gotta stay like, you know, you gotta stay in with the company. You can't, you can't be expressing your own opinions or views, no matter like how. My mother did. Really? Yeah, absolutely. She didn't give a shit. This you car is my mother, shit. The Don't buy this. No, well, no, she wouldn't say that shit. She, she, she generally was had a, a probably positive view on the cars, but like you know, like about people and shit. Like if she didn't like a motherfucker, they probably wouldn't end up in the goddamn paper. That Word. type of shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. So, going back to um, bourbons. Yeah, absolutely. So the higher proof bourbons, you're gonna get more of the tannins. So if you drink wine. High tannin wines, very acidic, very spicy. I always forget what tannin means. Tannins are a group of compounds um, that are part that provide flavor. What's the flavor though? What is? Isn't there a tannin of flavor? uh, They they generally will give you astringent and bitter. Okay. So if you like a lemon is is high is high high acidity. But, but it's not it's, well. There's tannic acid, so there's a there's acids and there's tannins. Tannins will bind to a bunch of other stuff. Tannin, but a lemon isn't a tannin. No, no. So like a good red wine, a complex red wine, or a complex white wine, like okay. good for aging, like Riesling or a Cabernet Cabernet, they have a lot of tannins. Yeah. And so they're good for aging. But they also like if you taste them, they're not gonna taste like super sweet. They're gonna no. have, they're gonna taste like whoa. This is they like, taste sort of gray. They taste like whoa. This is like complex. It has this little bit of fruitiness, but it has a little bit of astringency. I can tell you, my favorite. I always it, say it almost it is has a gamay. dry flavor. That's a tannin. That's a tannins. Gamay so, has a lot of tannins. Huwaba. Gamay. Yeah, yeah. Gamay grapes tend. That's to, got heavy tannins. Yeah, depending on uh, depending on where it's from, and I think it's like they usually is from. Beaujolais. I can't remember the name Beaujolais. of the one that I always get. The Beaujolais it, appellation is famous for its gamay there, grapes. There's one that I always get that. If I were to bring shit. you a Beaujolais. Because Beaujolais is usually a Gamay grape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe, no, maybe. I don't care. Yeah. That's true, because, yeah. But anyway, I was just asking about tannins, because yeah. I just didn't understand but then exactly if you, if what. You, if, you barrel, if you barrel it at a lower proof, you're not going to get 
a lot. Of, you're gonna get less of the tannins and more of the vanilla notes, more of the smooth oh, okay. notes. Okay. Okay. So that a, makes sense. So kind of like you want that like barrel kick that you get from like a from not necessarily like a wild turkey 101 because wild turkey is a lower proof, but they they you drink it's not it a lower 50. proof. It's the, a higher. They proof. barrel it at a lower proof than usual. Oh, they do. Yeah. That's so what you I was get more ask of you, the, you get more of the vanilla notes. So wait. So what? What do they barrel wild turkey 101 at? It's it's like 100, 115 proof. Or oh, something? get out of here. Yeah. And then they and then they yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, wow, that's cool. But I they, had no they, idea. They do have wild turkey 80. They do have wild turkey 40. No, I know, I yeah. know. I don't like that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Now the thing is that when you increase the alcohol, when it's like a 50 like cask strength or barrel proof le- level, the alcohol will actually keep a lot of the flavors in. Yeah, I know. So the idea is that balance of like you get the alcohol burn, but you still get a lot more of the flavor. That's why people are like, hey, if this was at like 43 or 46 percent, man, imagine what it would taste like. Let me tell you something. The Wild Turkey 101 Rye Green Label is a motherfucker. It has a flavor that is out of this world. You can drink that motherfucker all day and you will be fucked up <laughs> like I, it's I, going out of this world but I let recently, me tell you something i went back to trader joe's that they were mother- selling wild turkey 101 for not the rye but the wild turkey 101 for don't like, fuck with the red label I, I bought i bought a wild turkey let me tell you you gotta get the rye that, i'm not in the rise man i'm, that, not, a big I'm rye not i'm not telling you this i'm telling the, the listener i have this is the only that, rye that I have. fucking green label wild turkey rye that tastes like licorice man so out of this it it's special. It's a special drink. You're special. Yeah, I am. I am the leader. I wasn't cousin. going there, but, you know, you finished it up for me. I will, because I'm like my cousin. I am dumb. So, did you like the, uh, so, the Maker's the, Mark? Did I like Maker's Mark? I've had Maker's Mark. I love Maker's Mark. Yeah. It's really strong. It, I, like It's 45%. Nowadays, like, me and whiskeys, mm, they're just, boy, they can just be so damn harsh on, like, my palate. I think it's because I'm like I smoke too much pot now, so I'm like constantly fucking dehydrated. Man, so like yeah. like when it hits my palate, it's just like bang, you know. So like I have to stay more hydrated when I, you know. <laughs> I always had I always forget in the morning when we're doing these. Anyway, didn't mean to make you fall asleep telling you. No, I think it's alcohol. It's all good, big dog. You want to take the break now? Yeah. We haven't taken our fucking. We usually take a break at the hour. Yeah, it's a little oh, past eleven. Right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, just turn on the uh, the old music and we'll. Uh,
This one dedicated to the girl with the angel face and the devil heart. You know, so rock off your check and you must see what players come feel the case. Step up my own, you this. I know this little girl, her name is Maxine. Her beauty's like a bunch of rows. If I ever tell you about Maxine, you only say I don't know what I know. But murder she wrote. Real, real. Murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. I'm with him. A pretty face and bad character. Them the kind of living can't hold Jack up. Follow me. A pretty face and bad character. Them the kind of living can't hold Jack up. Send girl, you're pretty. Your face is pretty, but your character dirty. Girl, you're just a act too. Flirty, flirty. You run to Tom Dick and also hurry. And when you find your mistake, you talk about your sorry. Sorry, sorry. Come now. Have a cozy corner when she jokes and when she jam. She know about the loom like an every money man. True, Make love with the coolie Chinese, white man and Indian. The wickedest kind of girl that Mr. Flyers go up and now do you heard about this girl? Her name is Maxine. Her beauty's like a bunch of rows. <laughs> and if I ever tell you about Maxine, you would say I don't know what I know. But murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. Na na na. Murder she wrote. Watch her now stand still. You're not paying me like bill. If you're testing ragamuffin, girl, you're going to get killed. Girl, keep away. Can you walk me back? And the limits of me talk, I hit me DJ, girl, come out. Because you're not shock out. And when you hear the ragamuffin, you have to jump and show the touch me gate. You're not paying me water with the car. Great is great. Great, you're under it. From me, you're pretty face and bad character. Them the kind of living can't hold chaka. From me, you're pretty face and bad character. Them the kind of living can't hold chaka. Say, girl, you're pretty. You're facing pretty, but your character dirty. Girl, you're just a act too. Flirty, flirty. You run to Tom Dick and also hurry. And when you find your mistake, you talk about your sorry, sorry, sorry. Now every maker that they are this young girl have a passion. For the coolie white man in the new city, killing it fun. I just the other day, me see her six months pregnant. Now she back on sweet again with not a baby in a prom. Do you heard about this girl? Her name is Maxine. Her beauty's like a bunch of rose. And if I ever tell you about Maxine, you would say I don't know what I know. But murder she wrote. Murder she wrote, murder she wrote, na na na, murder she wrote. Excuse me, girl, me never know what's on your street. Ragamuffin Jack, I must come to flash it same way. Oh, flummy, you put your face on bad character. Them the kind of living can't hold Jack. Flummy, you put your face on bad character. Them the kind of living can't hold Jack. I said, girl, you're pretty. Great is great, 
All right, yeah. we're back. We're back. back. We're probably going to have to do a little bit of this Jim Beam Rye shit. Yeah, because it's about 11.30, so we got about 20 minutes left. Oi, vey, what a day, huh? Ooh. So this is Jim Beam Rye. In order to be a rye. Oh, yeah, baby. I love that smell. That's that rye, baby. Even Jim Beam, and I hate Jim Beam, but Jim Beam Rye, I don't give a shit. As long as it's rye. I know I I don't know why you don't like rye as much as I do, but it's I, got I, that spicy kick where I'm like I kind of like a little bit less of the barrel barrel note. Less I can see rye, that rye note. Yeah, I can see it's more. It, it, the other ones are a little more rounded. I dig, I dig it for what it's worth, for yeah. for what it means to be a rye whiskey. I'm telling you that that one on one rye. There's something so fucking special about that that wild turkey. I don't know what the fuck barrel they put it in or what you know what I mean, like how they age it or whatever, man. But that is a particularly special little wine or whiskey. Ooh, got the licorice, a little sweet, but it's got that like kick. It just like punches you. That's my favorite. I love that like smoky way it goes down. It like it goes like, yeah, it whooshes through you. It's like, well, it's like you know what? Yeah, I'll tell you what's what's weirdly like that cocaine, like in your nose, it does that same sort of fucking. Whoosh, like if you pull that, yeah, motherfucker. but it's not not the same. I'm not, I'm not, they're not the same. I'm not comparing them to exactly. I'm just saying they're cocaine similar. Cocaine doesn't punch you in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. I never get that punch in the mouth with rye. In fact, my mouth always feels clean after I have a drink of rye anything. Well, rye whiskey, is certainly. Wild Turkey 101. Smooth cherry especially. and pepper. Pepper. Citric sweetness. Yeah. Tickling bitterness. Pleasant fiery warmth. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. Spicy. It's that fiery warmth. God damn it. There's something I love. There was nothing I used to love more once in a while than like being in the winter in michigan and it'd be all fucking snowy and shitty outside mm, and mm. watching fucking golf on tv and laying in bed golf? yeah listen and drinking wild turkey 101 rye and just watch and playing fucking music and just watching watching golf not like you know literally nah, just let it keep playing just let it keep playing who gives a fuck but like but just bah. watching that shit go by like because it looks so like golf courses are fucked up because right like they take up so much land for so much useless shit but they are like i also did landscaping so i really appreciate the fucking manicuring that's being done on, oh yeah for sure on lawn courses so like i appreciate them both i both i enjoy the view because they take up both it's also they always take up beautiful fucking places of land oh, i got maraschino cherries yeah and it's just gorgeous to look at so like yeah, I used to love to do that because it was so shitty outside, but it was warm in my home, and I had my warm rye whiskey, and I felt fucking cool. Like, just it just felt safe. Well, rye whiskey, uh, believe it or not, before corn became the big staple, rye whiskey was the original American whiskey. Yeah, it should be because it's the shit. Well, I mean, because rye used to be the big, big grain that was made around here in North America. Really? Yeah. Where was it grown at? You know? All over. Everywhere? Yeah. Oh, like soy is. 
Yeah. Isn't that weird how soy is like every fucking where? Like you don't see soybean fields, but they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah they're fucking like every every fucking where. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, like in Michigan, I was really surprised. Like, because like after they cut down a cornfield, they'll usually like replant it with soy or some shit. Mm. Yeah, it's really odd. Anyway, whatever. I'm sorry. I'd probably say that a lot of like stuff before prohibition was heavy on the rye bill, high on the mash bill. So they used to have this. This flavor is probably very. They say it's pre-prohibition rye. They want to get it as close to. Uh, the style of whiskey that was made before Prohibition. So yeah, it's they, pretty close to Wild Turkey 101 Rye. Yeah. You know, it just, you can tell it's lower alcohol content, but yeah, it's yeah. got that same sort of spark to it. It's 40. It's got to be 40 proof. It's 90 proof. It's 90? Yeah. No shit. 90 proof. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah, it would have been 80 proof. I'm not 40 proof. What the fuck is that? Anyway, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, 90 proof. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So this is rye whiskey. Yeah, that's that. If I ever have, if I ever have to drink Jim Beam, it's gonna be their rye. Compared to Maker's Mark, you know. Excuse me. I don't know. I mean, Maker's Mark. I know you like Maker's Mark. I I dig Maker's Mark. It's in terms of its smoothness, I would probably say they're equally smooth. Equally smooth because I think with the weeded. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, even with the weeded bourbon. You still get the oakiness. You still get that oak barrel spice. You get the lot of. But for me. The afterburn and the aftertaste and the afterglow of the rye just knocks the shit uh, out I'm of that maker's the vanilla. mark. It it just beats up that maker's mark, just just with its aftertaste. Well, you're talking okay. Here's the thing. Because I love rye, you know. That's just this me. guy loves rye, so you can't doubt. So I'm, say, I'm biased. So I say this whiskey has no rye in it. You're like fuck that shit. No. I'm not like that. I'm in equal, man. I hate when you always say that shit. Like, like if I if, if you tell me something, then I'm gonna be d- just biased. No, but I'm you, not like, biased, you like you man. like your rye whiskey. You like your rye whiskey. No, yeah, but I will. But I'm letting you know. I know I'm already leaning towards the rye. Yeah, that's all I'm. You saying. You know, you know Canadian whiskey. No, Canadian whiskey is. Terrible. I know what it is, but yeah. I, I know it's gross usually. Well, but Canadi- I always have cheap Canadian. Canadian whiskey, whiskey well, in Canada, the way that they label stuff, Canadian whiskey and rye whiskey are interchangeable. Yeah, it's probably made out of Even beer. Though, yeah. Holy shit! Look who's here early. Well, they, they make some. They make some really good rye whiskeys. We got Paul Brenwall or Paul Brenwall here, fucking Brenwall, fucking edge of insanity, ladies and gentlemen, early burly, showing up squirrely. How's he doing? Right on. Anyway, sorry, sir. I would just introduce. No, but it's Paul. interesting because most when you think Canadian whiskey, you think what Crown Royal. Yeah, cheap. Sh- oh yeah, that's what my father used to drink. He used to have a bunch of those bags around the house. Yeah, well the thing about Crown Royal ain't that bad actually. No, no, but the thing is that they Canada, Canada, Canada is actually known for its rye whiskeys. Get the fuck out of here. It's known for its rye whiskeys, and in fact, like they're the they're one of the people. Crown they're Royal one of the countries. Is, is Crown Royal rye? Crown whiskey? Royal actually makes well, they they blend a whole bunch of. They different. probably make a rye whiskey. But they make regular Northern, Northern Royal Harvest is just rye. Regular ass they whiskey. make a Northern Harvest rye, which is actually considered to be one of the best rye whiskeys in the world. <laughs> I fucking bet it is. Yeah. I'm not surprised. We might, we might have to pick one up. Uh, one why of these would you days. put Crown Royal in a bag if the shit wasn't? Might, the have, shit? might have to pick up a, a bottle of Crown Royal Northern Harvest Rye and compare it. How much? How much is those like, fuckers? Probably like thirty. Forty. Bucks. Less 30? than thirty. Less than thirty bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Oh, it's not but bad it's, at all. It, it, it's got like a award. It's a award-winning rye, rye whiskey from Canada. 
What's the proof on that fucker? You figure 90? Uh, like 40? I would say like, I'd probably say 80. 80? 80? 90? Something like that? I love the effect. Please don't close that screen. Okay. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Northern Harvest Rye. Oh, shit. That's cool. Yeah, so I mean, Crown Royal was established in 1939. That's wild. When you gotta put in your like age to say, hey man, I wanna go look at this shit. Yeah. Northern Harvest Rye. Wow. It was the first Canadian whiskey to earn World Whiskey of the Year in the Whiskey Bible. I love they're all sitting in the same stupid bottle. Oh, so 1939 was when Queen, um, one of the queens visited Canada, and in celebration, they st- established Crown Royal. <laughs> How do you like this? A software glitch is throwing riders off of lime scooters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. There's so much awful shit going on. I don't even want to read the news. The Catholic Church destroyed secret files on pedophilic priests. Cardinal admits. Oh, God. (laughs) Awful. People are awful. Anyway. I still love uh, AOC, so I'm so glad that she won her election. Anyway. Oh, it's 80 proof. Yeah, it's 40%. That's what it is. So how much does it cost, though? Yeah, like, no, well, bro, it, scroll up. You, it'll give you the a price. A total wine. A total wine. No, I got yeah, the, about 30 bucks. Okay, so it's 30 bucks. Okay. Yeah, about 30 bucks. Cool, there you go. All right. <clears throat> right on. But it's supposed to be fucking killer. It's so funny that, like, when when a, like, a bottling agency finds, like, their quote-unquote bottle... That they like put everything in that same fucking bottle, cause that Crown Royal bottle is, to for my money, dumb as fuck. I don't like how it looks. It's so chunky. It's so beefy. It's so weird looking. It doesn't fit well in your hand. It's an odd. It's an oddball, isn't it? Oh, oh thanks. Is this your spit? <laughs> Um, it's the rest, rest of my rye. Thanks, man. It, it, it's tough going. I'm my palate is just not like for the rye kick. Hey, man, that's all good. I love yeah. it. Go for it, man. Mm. <clears throat> There's something about you that smell, that smoky. Cherries. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. Oh, dude, all that shit. Yeah, I yeah. smell wood, all kinds of shit. I love yeah. rye. It, you know what? It's weird when I when I taste rye, I can taste more of those like foreign flavors that you're like that most tasters are always talking about you know what i mean like when they talk about the cherries and the, the whatever the fuck the goddamn oak leaves and shit yeah, yeah. i can like taste all that shit in a oak in a rye like in my palate quickly like i think it's that same way i think the rye treats me the same way that that really dry like i say the gamay treats me yeah, I think because your favorite, if your favorite stuff, you can get, you can bypass the usual stuff and you can get into the the, the more nuanced, subtle, su- subtle stuff. I don't know what it is, but it like, but but like, I think it's the way the alcohol passes through my mouth or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's like at a fucking level because I do not get that from other shit. You know what I mean? 
Mm. Right? Like, I don't, like, it, like if I taste, ugh, God, make me fucking vomit. A tequila? Ugh. Right? Like, I guess wow. I can taste, like, the acuera, you know, whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm, like, I can mm-hmm, taste, mm-hmm. but, like, I, it's, it's so squirrely to me. Like, I don't even want it in my mouth, so, it's like, I want it out of there, you know? Or, like, gin. Gin is, doesn't taste like anything, so it's not supposed to taste like anything, right? Like no. vodka. Yeah. And th- But, like, whiskeys. They're always supposed to be more complex, sort of like uh, like like wines are in a way. So, yeah, yeah, the beer. good ones, the good ones are. Yeah. yeah. So they have all these flavors, but like there's so fucking many, and the only ones that I can really like off the bat tell, bang, oh this has X Y Z are the rise. Like all the other ones, for some reason, like I have to roll them around in my mouth a few times, yeah, again, or I have to let them sit for fucking twenty minutes. I guess because you're used to those and they're your favorites, so it's the idea that you can extract, you can get, you can bypass all the like yeah. the strong rye kick, and you can get to see the yeah, the, yeah. smell the other nuanced flavors. Yeah, I think you're right because I drank all that goddamn fucking rye all those years. But it's because of like, hey, so like I said, if, I I were, if you were to get like day. two two Gamay wines. You could definitely tell yeah, the difference. Absolutely. You could be very. You could see like, oh yeah, this one has this and this one has that. Yeah, yeah. You may not be able to do that for like a Cabernet yeah, or, a, or a Maker's Mark in a Jim Beam almost. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that yeah. type of shit. I'm I'm like off of the reservation. Yeah. But like, if you give me it, fucking two different ryes, I can nail that you, shit to the wall. Yeah, you could tell that. Oh, this is one. This one I could taste. This, this, and this. Yeah. Versus this. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. Uh, you know what? And that's 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 the thing that that that's to be appreciated, man. Because <laughs> you have a you have a palate that's like unique. Unique because <laughs> you know you know your gamay wines. You know your gamay wine, 20s. and you know your rye whiskey. Absolutely, I fucking do for sure. Because I tried other rye whiskeys, like when the motherfuckers were out of my goddamn whiskey. I, I had a store. It was Tiffany's in Kalamazoo. Those motherfuckers would buy me personally like seven bottles of fucking rye to make sure on the shelf no 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 of wild turkey 101 rye just to make sure i had enough through the week and like if a motherfucker bought one i'd have to go and like pick like get the red or some shit and i would be bummed out but like i drank so much fucking rye whiskey dog it's out of control it's like nah dude it's like it's embarrassing, like, you know. Like I, I should fucking buy a new liver from that shit. Like awful, but anyway, it was still cool. I still had fun. Who gives a shit? Wild Turkey 101 Rye. Oh, that's my favorite. That's my fucking lover. Wild Turkey 101 Rye was once a mainstay in the rye whiskey section of a liquor store. Uh, Continue, uh, sir. In 2012, Wild Turkey released an 81 proof version due to supply restraints and announced that 101 Rye would be put on allocation. Oh! The bottle was quickly bought up and disappeared from store shelves. A year later, the company announced 101 Rye's return, but Woo-hoo. that turned out to be somewhat superficial as it was only found in select bars and restaurants. This is slowly changing. Yeah, now they do have Wild Turkey 101 Rye everywhere. It um, is back? It's back. Yeah! Um, I didn't know it. I didn't know it left, man. Like, man, well, me, me and Wild Turkey went on was like from 2001 to like 2006. When they say there's, <laughs> they, when they say supply constraints, it means they were running out of that shit. 
<laughs> there was I one like person. My finger in the there air. was one person who was responsible <laughs> for consuming all for the for the supply <laughs> constraints in Wild Turkey One One Rye. I'm not saying that I had anything to do with that. No. I'm just saying I might have a little something to do with that. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I drank their asses out. <laughs> Wild Turkey One One Rye is was once and possibly still is the quintessential rye whiskey. Bang. There you go. That's all you need to know, big dog. I'm telling you, take a sip of that shit. It will blow your mind. It is a mind blower. I don't drink it anymore because it's too fucking good. It's like cocaine. I don't do it anymore because it's too fucking there good. There aren't a lot of bells and whistles on display here. For rye drinkers looking for a more complex sip from Wild Turkey, they're pointing in the direction of Russell's Reserve rye. Yeah. No, there's no. You know, but, have you tried no, Russell's Reserve? There's, yes. There's other different and better ways to go. But if you want the essence of a rye whiskey, Wild I Turkey, am telling you. One on one rye is simply a get down to business kind of whiskey. That's what it says, don't it? Well, <laughs> this is from BreakingBourbon.com. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See? I ain't even. These, this ain't even from them. This is from motherfuckers that knows. I'm telling you. I ain't never wrote nothing about whiskey. I'll tell you. That shit is the real deal. That's the real. I done walked through a lot of motherfucking whiskeys. That goddamn whiskey right there, bing, ding. And that's the wrong label. That's the new label. That's the new label. The old label was cool. But like, okay, that motherfucker right there, if it still tastes the same as it used to, is the, uh, the fundamental rye whiskey, in my opinion. We're going to have to eventually... I'm, no, we'll walk over to that motherfucking store right there and pick up no, a little... No, 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 it's too costly much. It'd be, like, marked up by, like, 100%. I got fucking cash. We'll go go total wine and get it for, like, 20 bucks. Okay, we'll pick up one and bring it down. Well, well one of these days. One yeah, of these days. I don't want to forget. Enable... I'm in no rush. Oh, I'm I'm in no rush to enable you to drink rye whiskey because you're not, like I, I'm going to take that bottle and I'm going to keep it. I believe me. I don't. I don't want to it. keep that. I don't bottle. want you to freaking keep that entire bottle. Yeah, no, yourself. I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't anyway. But I, I I love that. I love that shit, man. That, that shit makes me happy. Hey, just just cause, seeing cause the we, label. Because we should me. we should get we should. I mean, my 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 whiskey collection is expanding, and I should. Probably get a few more rye whiskeys. So while if turkey, you're gonna get one, wild turkey one one rye. That that's I've one to also, get. I've also said bullet bullet rye is supposed to be very good. Yeah, and that other one that they said that James Reserve, Russell's Reserve. Russell's, rye. Russell's, well, Russell's Reserve. Reserve is the same company as Wild Turkey. Yeah, well, Jimmy Russell. You might want to check that out too. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. If you if you if, also, if you're walking said, down that road and you're getting like five of pe- them, people Crown Royal Northern Harvest Rye people said fuck yeah, Rittenhouse Rye bottle and bond. There you go. And I don't know if people have tried Rittenhouse Rye. You he know said, what's cool? My brother had a, has he always keeps a bar in his home. Mm-hmm. I can never keep a bar because I'm a drunk. So like that that no no it's just that you just keep empty bottles. <laughs> no, they're in the garbage. But like like. <laughs> like <laughs> My brother keeps a bar, and but like when when he was like in his fucking thirties and shit, and married to like what, who I call my sister, uh, Kim, yeah, yeah, um, in Detroit. They had he had this cool fucking bar in his basement. Yeah, like before there was fucking like man caves and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just had like a full lived-in basement. Yeah, and fucking pool table over here, TV over there, right. fucking couches. He's got den. He's got den. But bang, over on this side was a full fucking bar. And yeah, but like, here's the thing: like, is it only whiskeys, or did he, he have had like- all the shit, man? There you go. And like I said, underneath. 
that's where that moonshine was. Was underneath the fucking bar. You could grab that moonshine. Oh. Yeah, you like that? Like winking that eye. Yeah, it was fucking hot, that dog. White lightning. Yeah, man. He had a little mini fridge and shit. Like it was white cool. Lightning. You know the, 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 the actually... coolest part to me, dog. Like, all right, check it out. So all the bottles were lined on a shelf. Right, well, like on two shelves, they were sitting in front of a shelf, and the shelf was like it. He, they had like a, a clear white, like plastic or some shit. Yeah. And underneath was red lights, so like it shot up red lights under the bottles, and then like that were sitting on that flat part, and then like on the edges of the bar were like two fucking neon signs one was a cool ass old school miller light neon sign where you pull the cord and it's like just like a neon sign it was the shit yeah and then like on the other it was like just some other fucking shit it was the coolest bar it was a big ass uh the wall was all mirror and it was like a bar like a bar with like stools and shit like four stools and you'd sit there and like when i brought my friends to see the fucking stooges that's where we hung out was at my brother's place we always that's where we'd always hang out when i saw pj harvey we went to my brother's place and we hang out at that bar so, in my brother's yeah. basement anyway now they're, they're actually making uh what are we looking at here white whiskeys Unaged, unaged whiskeys before they even put them. They don't put them in the barrel. They just distill it. Boy, that must be weird, Jason. Well, maybe one of the days we'll try one of these. We got to, because that's weird. Yeah. What the fuck does a whiskey... It's white lightning. This shit is white... Oh, 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 oh. It's moonshine. Oh, moonshine is is whiskey without the barrel. Yeah. Well, moonshine can be made from anything. Yeah. No, sometimes they'll take corn whiskey. They'll take yeah. Well, whiskey. I'm I'm assuming it was corn whiskey. I would assume. Yeah. So this would be basically like how vodka is like triple distilled to like five or seven Stop times. Stop it with this the triple sing- distilled. This is just like two times distilled, and that's it. So you still get the clear liquid, but you still retain some of the. Hey, you pull all the shit out. Yeah. Well, you keep some of the shit in. But how the fuck do you call it whiskey? It's not whiskey. It's moonshine. Well, it's called whiskey. It can't be. Whiskey has to be aged in barrels. Well, whiskey can be anything. Well, okay, the definition of whiskey. Thank you. Because how in the fucking whiskey be whiskey if whiskey is an age in barrels? If whiskey can just be whiskey by whatever the fuck It is a spirit distilled from malted grain. That's whiskey. That's whiskey. Period. Yeah. I mean, they can make... Say it again. It's a spirit. Whiskey is a spirit distilled from malted grain. Period. Period. Got it. Especially barley or rye. Okay. So it had nothing to do with the fucking barrels. That's well, all bullshit. Thing, well, in order for it to be called Irish bourbon... Okay. Or to be called like, scotch. Or what about like Irish whiskey or something? Irish whiskey is aged in oak barrels. Yeah, shit yes. like that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Anyway. But yeah, so for example, mixtures... Michter's makes what's called an American whiskey, which is technically the same thing as a bourbon, but is not aged in new oak. It's aged in ex in, in used barrels. Yeah, yeah, we talked so about, because we talked about a, that. So because yeah. aged in used barrels and not new barrels, they cannot call it a bourbon. How fucking weird. Anyway. They have to call it an American whiskey that is aged in ex-bourbon, in ex-bourbon barrels. We got to shut it down. Okay. 10 minutes? Yeah. We got to let it go. All right, man. Rye whiskey, rye whiskey, rye Rye whiskey, rye whiskey, rye whiskey.
wipe it off for <laughs> it's in dubitiness. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge with the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org. I chose the wrong music to start this particular happy hour, the happiest of hours. This music is a little too chill for the amazingness that's about to follow. An incredible comic out of L.A. is your guest host tonight. Put your hands together. Oh, uh, sets are about four minutes. Thanks for donating $2. If you're listening, please follow us on Instagram at Mutiny Radio SF. Now with this, I chose the wrong CD. The wrong CD was at top of the pile. But please... Clap your hands together for your host tonight. It's Yvette Fernandez! Yay, Yvette! Yay! Everybody clap for you! Yvette Fernandez, clap for your guest host tonight. Out of L.A. We're going to have a flap. Yay! Yeah! Yay! Keep it going for me. La la la! for Pam Benjamin. Yay! Who's the real hostess with the mostest, right? You guys? Mm, I know. Hey, it's so cool to be here today. Um, I used to actually work in broadcast radio, you know, and in broadcast radio, the old school kind, you know? Like, you couldn't say shit like this. You know what I mean? I mean, for real, shit like this would just get you, would get you fined. And now I can just say that all day long, and it just feels so good and so liberating, you know? I threw that shit out with my uh, transistor radio, too, huh? He's looking at me like, who is this old bitch? What's she talking about, right? Yeah, I don't care. I see you looking at me like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, don't worry. I have been told that I look like Selena, you know, the slain singer, had she lived another 25 years. I get it. I get that shit. Yeah, that's fucked up. Huh? I know. But I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. And Chicas, let me tell you something. You just got to be at peace with getting older, you know, because it happens. And guys, too, just not as bad as it is for women, you know what I mean? So just find some peace with it because, you know, it happens to the best of us. Uh, But I think you just strategize and make it work for you, you know what I mean? That's what I do. Like, I'm like... uh, I used to live in Southern California, and I told myself, self, now you know hot flashes are coming. So I'm like, I just need to be in a cooler place. So that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. See, she knows. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Strategy, that's what I'm saying. It's just all about strategy, you guys. Uh, you know, like when you're younger, uh, we worry about our skin because of acne. Uh, and then when we're older, we worry about our skin because of wrinkles. Got the perfect solution for both of those. Cleavage. <laughs> Just saying. Work it, right? Work it. Mm-hmm. I love coming over here, too, also to uh, the mission area. I feel like I just left the financial district where it's like a bunch of old white people, and then you get into the subway, and then you come up, and like, fiesta, you're in Latino America. You know, it's pretty cool. I like that. You guys all into your inner ethnic self, right? You're like, I don't know about that. I don't know. But we should, you know, like right now, what's cool here is that people do celebrate a lot of different um, holidays, you know, but I think it's cool if we're, instead of it being more segregated, that we can be like more multicultural. I'm saying this because I got this from my cousin. My cousin, he's like the ultimate Chicano, you know what I'm saying? Like he like just looks like the poster child from that, but he loves St. Patrick's Day. He does. He's like, you know, after throwing down a few of them green ones, he's like, orale, I'm a leprechaun. 
Yeah, no, okay. That was partially cultural and partially a drunk joke, okay? I guess you had to be drunk for that one? I don't know. But, you know, what's cool, too, is that we are in the midst of a, a really cool holiday that's coming up, you guys, in September. Probably all you guys are like, what's that, right? We don't know. Uh-huh. It's Mexican Independence Day. I know, you guys probably didn't know it, because most people think it's Cinco de Mayo. Uh, pero no. Uh, and here's my theory. My theory is that the reason it's celebrated, Cinco de Mayo celebrated more here, uh, is just because it's just too hard for people to say 16 de septiembre. <laughs> right? Any bilingual? Who's my bilingual people? No, kind of, sort of, yeah? We get that. No, he's looking at me like, I am so white, I just don't know what the fuck she just said, right? Look at him. <laughs> All right, you guys, I understand we have a really full set here, and so I'm going to kind of cut it short a little bit because there's some people who I know have to go, and then we'll continue on a little bit later. But first of all, I want to remind you the, to please donate if you can, anything that you can do, and also post on Instagram, right, Pam, to yeah, do that? Yeah, if you can't afford it, it's totally cool. Just uh, mm -hmm. take any picture you want and tag at Mutiny Radio SF, and that's worth two bucks to me, so thank you. Yay! Yay! Two bucks, two bucks, two buck Chuck, or Instagram post. Either one. All right, you guys, let's get on with it. Uh, first of all, let's bring up a very funny person to kick it all off for you, Shane Kenny. Yay! How y'all doing this evening? That's the spirit. Welcome back to Mutiny Radio, the boys and girls club for at-risk comedians. With your donations, we can give them all a set. So, I know what you're thinking. The uh, band didn't work out and now he's telling jokes. Pretty accurate. So, a couple years ago, my freshman year of college, my roommate got drunk and accidentally threatened to stab a party full of people. <laughs> what happened was, there was an after party at our apartment, full of people. My drunk roommate, getting hungry, pulls out a knife and starts cutting food. The drunk girl he's talking to playfully goes, hey, try not to stab me. And my roommate responds sarcastically, yeah, I'm gonna stab you. Only he forgets to the all-important sarcastic tone in your voice. So the drunk girl screams, the white boy's gonna stab me! All of her drunk friends in an echo, the white boy's gonna stab her! And they all vacate the party instantly. Yeah, they flood out the room, the door slams shut, and it's silence. My roommate standing confused in the kitchen has no idea what happened, and I collapse to the floor laughing. Few minutes later, our other housemate comes home expecting to find a party. Instead, he walks in, sees my drunk roommate holding a knife in the kitchen, confused as to why the party ended, and me laughing my ass off on the floor, trying to get words out of my mouth to explain what happened. It was the most bizarre and greatest end to a party I've ever been to. This is awesome. The, the silence is very supportive. Trying out new materials like being the cool black guy in a film. You have the best of intentions, but you know you're not making it to the end. So, golf is the most boring way of spending time outside. No, yeah, why go to the beach or hike when you can stare at an unchanging lawn for three hours? So, as a baseball fan, I have a deep hatred of golf, mostly for the praise golfers give themselves. 
Like, what are you patting yourself on the back for? The ball's not going anywhere, you don't have to run, and the fans are asked to quiet down. Maybe golfers wouldn't be hitting the ball 200 yards every time if they had to deal with a baseball crowd. You know what I mean? 50,000 drunks screaming, you bum! Then their children going, you suck, and getting praised by their drunk parents. Getting drunk and heckling at baseball games is how my family and I bond. Legitimately, we can't have longer than a five-minute conversation if it's not about sports. They don't know stand-up or science, but they do know how to talk shit. <laughs> so, it's great, though. We, it's a great way of bonding. Common things we like to yell are, you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat. Or, you couldn't catch a cold during flu season. I was the only one, though, that ever got threatened with getting kicked out of a game. Yeah, steroid user was up to plate, striking out. I yelled, where's the needle when you need it, Brian? Major League Baseball did not like that remark. And it's funny, guys using steroids, A-okay. Um, Calling out steroid usage, suddenly they care about ethics. It's a fascinating lesson I learned that day. I'm Shane Kenny. Thank you. Come on, he deserves a little bit more than that. Keep it going, you guys. Keep it going. Let's get some good energy happening here for everybody. All right, and let's keep it flowing because we're going to go straight into our next guy because I know he's got to go someplace else, so I'm trying to get in there. All right, please put your hands together for Tim Pizza. Hey everybody, uh, about 15 years ago when I was 25, I kind of freaked out and I was like, I need some fucking answers, I don't know what's going on in this world, it's like, it was awful, and uh, I got so freaked out that I got a credit card, and I went to the airport, and then I went to Amsterdam, I was just looking for, for answers, you know, I didn't, I didn't even know what the questions were. So I finally make it over to Italy about three weeks later, and I go see my ancestors, people that I've never met before, family all over the place, and this aunt I've never met like pulls me aside and she goes, hey, Kiara got dumped by her boyfriend last week. Can you hit on her? And I'm like, dude, she's my cousin. <laughs> she's like, no, that's okay here. <laughs> and I'm like, so this is why I have club feet. Uh, well, that's an answer to one of the questions. Actually, now things are going a little bit better. I'm engaged. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, living with someone and like trying to keep that uh, relationship interesting and funny is, is kind of tricky sometimes. Like, I came home the other night with uh, a couple T-bone steaks, and I was like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna grill these. She's like, Oh man, this is gonna be awesome. You know, it was early in the day, so she's like, I want to bake uh, apple pie. She's like, will you take me to the store to get breadcrumbs? They took her to the park. Uh, ever have something really weird, just like totally bizarre, or fuck your life up for like two weeks? I walked into uh, a liquor store and I heard a song. 
and it got pounded in my head for two weeks. Like, I thought something was medically wrong with me. Do you guys remember the band, uh, you guys are all pretty young, uh, Go West. One Hit Wonder. It was, because uh, I'll tell myself I'm over you because I'm the king of wishful thinking. It was the worst song ever. <laughs> Every morning I woke up for two weeks with that shit blaring my head. I almost went to a fucking psychologist. Like, I thought something was seriously fucking wrong with me. It was fucking weird. Like, how do you how do you deal with that shit? You know, and it's like, you know, I mean, I've had a lot of fucked up things happen to me. Like, I recently was sexually assaulted for the first time. That's weird. Uh, I was commuting to Sacramento, and uh, I went over the Golden Gate Bridge, and um, so if you take the 101 and then you cut over the 37 to the 80, does anybody know what I'm talking about here? Okay, you know that bird sanctuary right by Sears Point? Yeah, so I pull over there and I had some lunch. I was like, I'm gonna sit here until the traffic's over. It's a white work truck. And uh, I go watch like the uh, hawks float, what they call them, tendrils, when they're just going up and down, they're hunting the bird prey, the sun's going down, it's fucking gorgeous. And uh, I'm walking back and there's this white work truck. I figure there's some other white dude just chilling, trying to beat the traffic just like me. And the guy kicks open his door and is fucking fully naked and he's just beating off and staring at me. <laughs> and like, I mean, all this shit is just flashing through my head. I'm like, was I sucking the bread off the corn dog I had? Like, I mean, was it my, was it my pants that I'm wearing? Like I was blaming myself. And then I took control of the situation and I locked eyes with him. I could see like the ejaculate like starting to come out and this guy's fucking staring at his abs are getting all splotchy and he's like right about to rip and I look him in the eyes and I go I'm gonna kill myself you know I will cuz I'm the king of wishful thinking you guys aren't dark enough <laughs> man I used to love bird watching don't do that anymore and I don't like eye contact uh, that really happened. I didn't sing the song to him. I just like ran away and put it out of my head for weeks and then uh, never talked about it until right now. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, anyways, um, I used to love animals. It was like I knew all about them. I used to love birds. It would be like I'd go to the zoo and I'd learn all the cool animal groupings like, I don't know, three or more... Uh, uh, three more raccoons is called a gaze. It's kind of cool because they're always kind of watching you, right? And like three or more giraffes is called a tower. Um, you know, everybody knows three or more crows is called a murder. And uh, three or more white dudes is a date rape. <laughs> Thanks, I'm Tiffany Pizza. Keep it going for him. He did a great job. Great job. Well, what was that new terminology that you just said? The pre-what? Oh, pre-jacketed. Pre Might have learned something today. He schooled us, didn't he? Yeah, everybody's kind of still, we're still thinking about it. Wondering. I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, maybe, I think it was, it was, it hit me because I just got off of work and I was like, oh, I'm not ready for that. I, I don't know. I was just, did you just get off work too? No? You know, oh, you're independently wealthy, huh? Is that what it is? 
Like, he's got the Uber. He's going to take all of us home on a ride so we don't have to pay, right, because you're the one that's got all the money in, the, in this place. Is that what it is? How lucky is that? Yeah. No, see, I just got off my second and third job and stuff like that because I'm just a poe child. Know what I'm saying? Sucks. Sucks being poe. So poe that you can't even afford the rest of the word, right? Just poe. P-O. Poe. I know. That shit sucks. Huh? He's looking at me like, I know what you're talking about, my sister, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, no, I don't know what she's talking about. Look at her. He's like, what? <laughs> no, you guys, I used to, um, I, I, since I've been up here too, I've also been uh, doing uh, some different jobs, right? So one of them is uh, pouring wine, which is kind of weird, you know? Uh, like, I started finding out, have you guys seen that now they have wine and weed tours? Did you know that? Wine and weed tours. Like, I, I'm like, that's really, I thought that doesn't kind of go together, but it actually kind of does, you know? Like, I didn't know very much about weed, I have to confess, because, you know, I just got to my altered states, what I considered the regular way, which was with a box of wine and some Xanax. You know, I mean, cheap, right? That's exactly it. But uh, then I got schooled on it a bit, you know? And then here, you know, pouring wine stuff, you start learning all these things. Like, you find out that there's all these descriptives, you know, that it's fruity, or that it's this, or that it's that. Come to find out that they do have a lot in common, which is just basically, look, this is the shit. It'll get you fucked up, buy it. That's all they really need to know for either one of those tours. That's what I'm saying. All right, I see you guys would love that. Hey, Zorba. Hey, there. Nice to see you. Thank you. This is Zorba, you guys, everybody. Cool. All right, you guys. Let's say hello to our next comic coming to the stage, gracing our stage. Please welcome Ann Chun. Okay. Clap your hands if you're not dating. Yeah. Okay, like. 20 percent it's pretty good i don't feel so alone anymore uh i've been taking a break from dating for some time because uh in case my comedy career doesn't work out i have a plan b i'm gonna become a nun yeah no actually i would be a really bad nun um i've been taking a break from dating because i want to learn how to love myself yeah and also, to be honest, um, I found it very difficult to be fucking and dating at the same time. And between the two, I'm definitely more prepared for one of them. Like, I was a cross-country runner. Yeah. yeah! And I grew up watching my parents, like, hugging each other once. That was like the most affection I've seen and it was when my grandpa, my dad's dad died. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely more well-trained for the other um, one, one of those things. And I was telling my girlfriend, Tiffany, this. I was like, Tiffany, I don't think I'm gonna get married. And she was like, oh no, you're not gonna die alone. I was like, that's interesting. I don't. That is not what I said at all. Uh, like, since when did getting married mean that you're gonna die with someone at the same time? Like, th that's just why I'm jealous of couples who kill themselves together, you know? Like, when they're exchanging their vows, like, till death do us part, they might as well give each other, like, a shit ton of cocaine and overdose together. Just get it done with. Right. Um, 
but i was like tiffany uh, by the way i know i'm not gonna die alone bitch because i'm gonna move next door to you and i'm gonna wait till your husband dies because you're an asian woman i'm an asian woman statistically speaking we're gonna outlive everybody And once he dies, we're gonna move into a beach house together and make vibrators like Grace and Frankie, right? Yeah, yes, that's where I'm mentally at. I'm mentally, you know, in my 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and what's gonna happen is we're gonna make vibrators together and we're just gonna die from having a bunch of orgasms. It's gonna be like, I just gonna, this is my first time doing this. I am hella nervous doing this in front of a bunch of dudes. It's gonna be like, oh, Tiffany, Tiffany, are you ready? And that's how, that's how I'm gonna die with my best friend, Tiffany. Oh my God, that was, that was rough. I need to work on that in the shower. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Should I do this in the show tomorrow, <laughs> Robert, in front of my coworkers, including the VP of the company? Fuck. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta fake come confidently. God, I have, that's funny. I haven't had a lot of practice fake coming actually, so that says a lot about my character. <laughs> I'm an honest God woman. Um, I'm gonna give some time back, but you guys have been awesome. Ooh. I felt that look in your Wow, how lucky is Anne hasn't had to fake come. <laughs> I'm just saying that becomes one of a, a woman one of a woman's best assets later, which is how to fake it. Whew. I'm just Okay, you know, see, you see why no one in the room laughed because they were all men. They didn't want to hear that shit. I'm just, I'm just telling you, that's all. Hmm. All right, you guys, we're gonna keep it going. But see, Pam knew too. She was like over there going like, uh, yeah, yeah, we get it. We all get it. All right, here we go. Uh, coming up to the stage next is Pete Balmer. Oh yeah, thanks guys. It's gonna be hard to follow that last thing ended. Shout out to you. That's impressive. I was sitting there and this guy goes just like he's like, she's gotta sell that harder. I'm like <laughs> Which is just like I wanna see her come again. That was really like that joke. Uh, <laughs> uh there's a lot of a lot of people getting shot these days, it's not good. Uh I, and they're blaming violent or assault. sorry, also I had like an afternoon iced coffee, so if my nips are hard, I'm a little bit jumpy, that's just what's going on today. Don't worry about it. Eyes up here, you know? Um, yeah, violent, and the, they're blaming violent video games for uh, for a lot of the school shootings. And um, I actually can kind of see that, you know? Because growing up, my favorite video game was Super Mario 64, and now I love jumping on turtles. <laughs> I'm banned at Petco. It's a big problem. But, uh, you know, you do what you can. Um, no, I, I don't, I'm kidding. I don't believe that, obviously. Um, I think, however, I, I do think video games are like getting a little bit too realistic to the point where they're kind of like disturbing to play sometimes. Like I played this new game recently called Red Dead Redemption 2, and it's like an yeah, it's like an intense game. It's a cowboy game. I was going around cowboying it up, and I shot a bad guy, and he died, and that was cool. I was fine with that. What I wasn't okay with was after he died, his daughter came out of the building behind him, saw what I had done, and started crying. <laughs> It's like, oh, okay, this is no longer a game. (laughs) 
I'm causing long-term psychological damage to a child, a seven-year-old cowgirl, and they don't even have like a bonus mode where I can take up a second side job and send monthly checks to the widow to pay for what I've done. Not okay, okay. Probably went too long in that last part, right? Lost a lot of you. Okay, good to know, good to know. Have the recording on Meeting Radio, gonna learn a lot, sweet. Um, do, 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 do. I actually work for a phone game company myself. That's cool, no it's not. Um, we don't make fun games, we make like phone slots games. Uh, I had to explain my job to my grandma recently and that was hard, I had to be like, all right grandma, so you know like slot machines? Uh-huh, and you know phones? It's like a slot machine that you can play on your phone. And she was like, oh, okay. Um, and do people play the game so they can win money? And I had to explain, like, no, you actually can't make any money, uh, but you can just make more coins, which you can use to do more slots. And what she said was, oh, that's nice. But she had a look in her eye that was saying, like, I I've been alive for too long. <laughs> Everything's dumb now. I was around when they invented slot machines and phones. Now my grandson's using both to commit fraud. <laughs> I can probably just die. <laughs> uh, a lot of my friends are, are really straight guys, and uh, that could be kind of frustrating because in my experience, really straight guys really like talking about one specific topic of conversation. Shout out if you think you know what it is. All right, cool. Some of you have heard this joke before. Some of you don't want to participate in a crowd work at an open mic. Either way, hats off to you. I would be right there with you. Um, my friends like talking about sports a lot, and that's a bummer for me because I don't pay attention to sports. I don't follow sports. I'm sure that's surprising to some of you. I know I look like I pay for the golf channel. <laughs> I don't, though. Um, so I end up in these conversations that I don't really know how to participate in. All the friends say something like, uh, oh, I think the Jaguars are going to have a really tough year this year. I'll still come in, try to do my best. I'll come in and be like, oh, no way dude that's the fastest animal in South America <laughs> they're gonna have a great year <laughs> my friend back like, obviously it's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about like the the NF the the Jacksonville Jaguars I'm like damn they got Jaguars in Florida yeah those ones are definitely fucked uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna do the rest of the joke I might as well fuck it. Uh, here's a, if you're in a sports conversation that you want to get out of, I've thought of a way that you can get out of this. Here's what you do. If you're in a sports conversation, you just lock eyes with whoever's talking about sports, right? Just make deep eye contact like right this. And then right when he's talking about sports, you're going to go like this. <laughs> That'll kill the conversation, right? Because like one of the key pillars, uh, first he'll be, ah, there's another part. He's be like, first he'll be like, oh, what are you doing? This is a nice restaurant. I've done this joke before, so I'm not that enthusiastic about it. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Give it up for your host. There's nothing there when nature takes its course. Yay, great tips. Great sports tips. Hey, you know what else uh, helps to kill the conversation when you're talking about sports is what I do, too, is you just start talking to them about, like, yeah, but did you like their outfit? I just didn't like their outfit. I didn't like the colors. I don't know. Immediately. Another killer for the sports conversation. Just to let you guys know. Yeah, just play all, get all girl up on it, right? Oh, I didn't like his butt. Did you like his booty? Uh-huh. See, totally changes it around. Right, right, right? See? Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. All right, let's keep it going now uh, for Murad Shaki. Right? No, we're not going to keep it going for him because I don't know what happened to him. He went AWOL on us, right? He just couldn't wait for us. Mm, I don't know. He had to go on for his second or third job like me, too. That's what it is. All right, you guys. How are you guys feeling? Good? Are we doing good? We're feeling good? Yeah, because we have like 57 more comics to go tonight. Do we need to like stand up, stretch, take, do downward yoga, down, you know, not, downward dog yoga pose? There we go. I can't even say it. No, we're all good. We're ready to plow on. Okay, so let's bring to the stage now a very funny young man, Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Cool. All right, happy Friday, everybody. Um, 
I went and saw the new Stephen King It movie today. Um, yeah, it came out today. It, I'm, I'm just like one of those guys where I'm there like the, the day of. I had the day off. I'm unemployed. I, I had the day off. Um, and uh, I went I went by myself. I love I love going to the movies alone. It's like it's like my me time. Um, but I used like you know the apps they got like Movie Pass, Cinemark. I use Cinemark because it's like you get your one free movie a month. Um, but I they they don't let you book your own seat. You have to book a seat next to already reserved seats. So I, because the, the the site is like we don't want any gaps in reservations. So I got to be like the one dude who like goes and just sits next to the only other group of people in the theater. Like I'm like violating the urinal r- like rules. Like this complete completely defeats the purpose. Like I got to like walk up. Shut the fuck up. I'm, s- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Starler. I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. The It movie was terrible. I'm in a bad mood. It was not good. Um, <laughs> that felt good. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I just I got to be the one random dude like walking up to the only other group in the theater, just like I love clowns. <laughs> like it's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> it's re- it's really weird. Um, I really I I I like you. Like like it, it, I would have done that to anybody. Um, I think. Um, I was, uh, anyways, I was uh, waiting in line uh, with my girlfriend at Walgreens yesterday, and, and when we walked out, uh, she was like, there's some dude in there who's totally eye-raping me. I was like, really? Like, no, give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe he was just having sex with you with his eyes. <laughs> like, like, why you gotta jump to rape? Like, like, why, you think that's the first thing he jumps to in his imagination? It's like sexual assault? Like, maybe he was just making love to you with his eyes like maybe that's what he thinks i consent means you know <laughs> like <laughs> what do you guys what do you guys think the secret to a healthy relationship is uh, i i think it's doubt i think it's like uncertainty and doubt <laughs> like uh cuz there's like you know uh, everyone talks about how dating is hard nowadays and I agree. You got like tons of apps. You know, people don't really get married that much. Divorce rates are still pretty high. Uh, There's polyamory. You know, like you're not emotionally mature enough to commit to one person, so you got to make up a fake relationship status and justify it by saying you're progressive when deep down you just don't understand yourself and you're scared. I totally get it. Like, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's why a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of, a little bit of fear is, is is a good thing. Like every morning, my girlfriend and I look at each other, just like I don't trust you. Like that's that's love. Like that that's what love is. Like grow up, dive in. You know, just commit. Um, no, I'll I'll, hmm, I'll end with it. No, I don't think I have enough time. Um, that was uh that was that was a wild ride. All right, bye. <laughs> Kyle and his uh, Tourette's appearance. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that was good. That was good. You scared him. You scared everybody, as a matter of fact. Everybody had to, we, you weren't looking, but we all passed around some Xanax. We're like, woo, some shit's going down here. You know what I mean? Because this is the place for shit to go down. I don't know if you guys know that. I heard. That, I'm just saying, I heard. I wasn't here to witness it, but I heard. So, I don't know. 
Anyway, all right, you guys, let's keep it going now and bring up to the stage Cody Abe. Hey, that's Abe Rinkin to you, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, no. <laughs> So uh, yeah, uh, my name is Cody Abe. I uh, hmm, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm a Japanese. The headband is for emphasis. Uh, you know, I, I like to imagine myself as a sushi chef that gave up. Just like imagine like an old abandoned sushi warehouse, right? You see a guy come in. He's like, "We need you. We need you, Cody, for one last nigiri." And I'm just there, like, no. You know I've hung up my knives after the pufferfish incident. <laughs> Instead of Jiro dreams of sushi is uh, Jiro I dreamt of sushi and now I might be a murderer. <laughs> Yikes. I'm sorry. Um, but no, uh, like as an Asian male, you know, this thing happens where you, uh, you know, you kind of date non-Asian women sometimes. They uh, fetishize you for being Asian. You're a little young and you're naive about that fact, and you ignore all the signs, you know, like on the first date, she called, she said that her previous three boyfriends are Asian. Uh, on her second date, she says, I wanna call you my buff dumpling. And on our third date, she says, give me your Asian cock. And uh, you know, uh, when that happened to me, I didn't know what to do. I really didn't know what to do. I came, and then after that, um, I pulled back. Didn't want to get it all over her, um, and uh, I, I, I didn't know what to say, so I dropped the L word on her. You know, I called her a lacist fucking cunt. <laughs> and then she came. And she came. She really liked that. It was a win-win situation. Not really, though. I'm not Vietnamese, as I've mentioned before. Um, neither was she. She's white. But you know, like she, I was her first Japanese boyfriend. You know, she she had the egg roll, she had the lumpia, she had the Korean spicy pork, and now she's getting my wagyu beef. And uh, I'm just proud to be part of that Asian man charcuterie platter she's been making over the years. I had to break up with her though, because uh, she was a liar. She did this thing where she lied to me about saying that those string quartet covers of pop songs are better than the original, and I just couldn't live with that, you know? If you don't know what that is, by the way, that's where, you, that's where musicians take violins and cellos and they make pop songs worse. And then they gentrify the fuck out of them. I don't know how that's possible, but I, you know, I, I had to really just cut it off because uh, nothing's better than the original, and she's just a fucking liar, okay? Nothing's better than the original, really. Think about it. Stranger Things 2, Dale Earnhardt Jr., World War II. <laughs> All those things worse than the original. You guys like movies? I know Kyle does. My, one of my favorite movies is uh, Shanghai Noon. Love that movie. When I was growing up, uh, I saw it when I was really young, and I was like, Mom, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to be Chinese. <laughs> and uh, she told me, like, you can't do that. You can't be Chinese. And I didn't have a role model like Rachel Dolezal to show me that that stuff was possible. <laughs> but, you know, it turns out just 
to be Jackie Chan in America, just being Asian makes me Jackie Chan. Like, I can find a black friend and we're rush hour. And no one's going to question me and say, he's not Chinese. He bombed Pearl Harbor. Thank you, everybody. Excellent, excellent. A laces cunt. Dude, I want a t-shirt that says that. I think that'd be great. You should get that. You should get that made. I definitely could have. That, I like that one a lot. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question because we're a little diversion here um, because there's only a few people of color in here, so I thought I'd just ask this. But, uh, you know, like within the black community, within the Latino community, there are spectrums. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but they're like we have like racism within our groups and stuff too. Um, do, do Asian groups, communities have that as well too? Like, for example, in a, with like black communities and, and Latino communities, there's a thing called the brown paper bag test. You ever heard of that shit? Where it's like, that's your, that's the spectrum, whether you're too dark or too light, you know what I mean? Is that, does that exist also? It's the A minus. Oh, the A minus <laughs> test. I, I thought you were gonna say like a math test of some kind, so I just, you know, yeah, I was right there with you. You're an A minus, gotcha, gotcha, very good. That wasn't really part of it, it's just really something I wanted to know, you guys. Uh, I know, that was part of, okay. All right, let's keep it moving now. Let's go, uh, let's give a hand to Jacob Contreras, you guys. Cool, it's my first time here, and uh, probably even said before, but I didn't realize I walked into a shrine for, like for the rabbit from Johnny Darko over here. Like, I had no idea where to get this paraphernalia beforehand, but now I have an idea. Uh, guys, uh, my dad's been telling me every day for the last few weeks that I look like a Pandoria Jesus, which if you don't speak Spanish means Mexican Bakery Jesus. But no, I've also gotten like, like a young Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I think, it's the, I think it's the eyes, man. I think it's the crazy eyes. But no, someone came up to me the other day and they're like, hey man, with the kind of shitty beard I and mean, then like, you know, the long hair, you look pretty homeless. It's like, oh, that's awesome, you know. When I decided to go for this look, I didn't look any of those things in mind. I thought it was going to be more like a lumberjack, you know. Instead, I looked more like Lieutenant Dan with working legs. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I smoke a lot of pot, obviously, and I spent about three hours last week watching this show called Amish Mafia. Before I decided to ask myself the question, why the fuck do the Amish have a mafia? It's like instead of doing drive-bys, they're doing buggy downs. Jebediah, fetch me my musket. I have spying to do. Tis the Lord's work. But like, no, like, what's the worst that ever happens if the Amish ever to get a hold of you, right? We take you back down to the country farm, make you churn some butter. Oh, Jebediah, you are a hard but a fair man. Maybe next time I'll pick a team that covers a spread. They're just butter jokes, folks. That's all they are. <laughs> uh, you know, um... I was talking to a friend recently about dating. And he's trying to explain to me, you know, the older we get, the more complicated dating is going to be. Like, you're going to date someone who has a kid, potentially. And that really, like, stuck with me. Like, so much to the point where I've decided recently to change how I date. I think I'm just going to date chicks with kids my age. That way, at least afterwards, I have someone to hang out with, you know? Just need a friend, guys. That's all I'm looking for, really. <laughs> but no, like, uh, dating's getting really weird. Uh, very cliche term. But, like, starting to like, I had my first adult crush, which is weird because I usually used to, like, Tinder and, like, 2 a.m. drunk hookups, which, you know, it says I don't have the highest standards, but at least I know where I stand at those points, you know? And, like, it's different than as me, like, a kid, you know? Like, kid, you like, a no. As an adult, you send, like, I send, like, my Hulu login and hope to see, like, she added a new device to my account. 
It's like, oh, yeah, she's into me. She's my Hulu now. Um, but no, it's just, you know, it's just a weird thing. Uh, trying to figure that one out, guys. Um, uh, anybody here been to Reno before? Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> no, Reno's a shitty place, dude. It's like, you know, someone decided to take a trailer park and just build a casino right in the middle of that son of a bitch. And then they had that dassy dressed up all cute, you know, Reno, the world's biggest little city. That's like if I walked around with a sign and said, world's biggest little penis. <laughs> At least if somebody saw that, they go, that guy's probably oversharing, but he's being honest, for sure. <laughs> um, guys, I'm getting a new tattoo, you know, and like, just like any tattoo, it's like, it's got no specific meaning or like intent behind it. It's just really just, I'm going to get a design, all my ankles matching design, and it's just going to be like inside of my socks, you know, because it's already there all day without noticing what's the point of just getting it there permanently, you know? Okay, um, leave you guys on this. I smoke a lot of pot, right? And sometimes I get high and I lose important things. But by the time I find what I'm looking for, uh, my grandma just doesn't need her heart medication anymore. It's just too late. All right, I think it's my time, everybody. I'm Jacob, thank you. Keep it going for Jacob, you guys. Keep it going for Jacob. And how about a hand for Pam? Pam is doing an awesome job back there, of course, and the actual host of the show, right, you guys? That, yes, yes, snaps, exactly it. All right, you guys, let's keep it going. Please welcome to the stage, Kelly Evans. Hello, friends. How's everyone doing? Because I know... All of you at this point, except for that guy, he's here to watch. We have an audience member, by the way. Everybody talk just to him. Should we just stare at him? Yeah, no, no, no. This is how it's going to be the entire set. They've heard my material. I don't give a fuck. At this point, if I get their laughter, it's a nice bonus. I don't really, I'm not seeking it. I don't care. Just like my parents' approval, I gave up on searching for that a long time ago. You know? All right, enough sharing. <laughs> Uh, I love fast food. I'm a big fast food fan. And yes, I realize I'm wearing velvet and look like I have strong opinions about jazz. The world is full of contradictions. Fucking get used to it, okay? I like fast food. I love it. I eat it all the fucking time. My girlfriend actually told me I should eat healthier. She's like, why don't you eat some cauliflower? And I told her, I was like, well, is cauliflower going to give me night terrors? Because that's the kind of food experience I'm looking for, all right? I want to feel pain both awake and asleep after I eat. Is that... Too much to ask for about food? Hello, Cole Chapman. Come on in. I know. You're, we got a scooter for you if you want it. Thank you. Oh, that's yours? You're the worst person ever. Please. I understand you don't want to get stolen, but it's just, anyway. Under the chairs or, it's all right. We're, you're reading my time now. Um, that horn is coming any moment. The fuck was I saying? So I love fast food, but San Francisco makes it like next to impossible to eat fast food in the city. There are only like four spots in the entire city. It's like a Taco Bell, a KFC, and then like a KFC Taco Bell. Like that's it. Maybe McDonald's, but I consider that gourmet cuisine. Not the point. The point is you have to drive past other better restaurants to get to Taco Bell and get six crunchy tacos. You could have eaten 20 minutes ago, but I want six fucking tacos. Why? because I've given up on shame, you know? Like, that's the way I feel about it, all right? And then you get there, and they really, like, 
do not sell themselves. Okay, let's talk about that. You go to a Taco Bell, I don't know, in like Walnut Creek or some nice suburb, right? It's really nice inside. It's clean. They're friendly. They're like, hey, do you want any extra sauce? Take 15. Have a great day, Kelly. Like they memorized my first name. I'm like, fucking awesome. These people are great. You walk into a Taco Bell in this city, and they are openly hostile to you, like immediately. They're like, you want six tacos? That's disgusting. I'm like... Thank you for the tacos uh, and destroying my self-esteem. That's a little bit mean, but that's fine. And God forbid you have to use the fucking restroom in one of these places because, like, there are so many layers of security for some reason. It's intense. You have to get, like, a key that's attached to a spoon, that's attached to a fork, that's attached to, like, I don't know, some other utensils. So you're just trained of utensils you're taking to the bathroom. And then you got to download an app. And then you got to – this is my only joke. This <laughs> Well, fuck that. All right. Uh, I did want to say, oh, God damn it. Um, what else did I want to say? Uh, here's one. Uh, characters are like the Simon Cowell of the art world. Like, it's just if you ever want to feel horrible about yourself and have all your physical insecurities pointed out, get a caricature. That's the way, like, the, it's amazing how a failed art student can show you everything that's wrong with you. You know, like, it's like, I don't know how he, how he captured the self-doubt and insecurities. You know, that's pretty, it's pretty impressive. It's going in the trash. Uh, thank you very much. It's my time, Kelly Evans. Kelly Evans, you guys, keep it going for Kelly Evans. Did an awesome job. All right. Yeah, I feel the same way. There's just different cultures, you know, a different culture, a different feel for every city that you go to. You know, you, you can feel that. Like the first time I came here to San Francisco, I mean, I, here's what I noticed is that how different things are, like when people can just walk around naked. You know, in most other cities, you're going to get arrested for that shit, you know? Like the very first thing that I came to was a, uh, it was a bike riding event, and people were showing up riding their bike, and they were just wearing a helmet and tennis shoes. I mean, I'm like, what? Although a couple of guys, though, they did have rings around their junk, you know? And I was like, so is that for aerodynamic purposes? I'm just asking, you know, that's, that was, it was a question. All right, you guys, let's keep it going now. Who we have next? Jeff. Where's Jeff? Yes, Jeff Dean. Thank you. Oh, this is, per this is perfect. Let's put my phone. Hey. This is my time, all right, sir? I'm just kidding. Um, I'm from Reno. Who was that goofball making fun of us early, huh? No one makes fun of Reno. No, <laughs> I actually like being from Reno. I, I like being from Reno and living in San Francisco because whenever I tell someone that I'm from Reno, I've already exceeded their expectations. They look at me like, you're not a backyard wrestler? Well, that's crazy, you know? <laughs> I love the feeling of ex exceeding their expectations, too, you know? It feels great. So I even play up my struggle a little bit. I'll be like, yeah, I'm from Reno, born and raised. Well, raised. Uh, I actually don't know where I was born. I don't even know who my real parents are. See, uh, the woman who raised me, who I call mom, she found me as a baby floating in a river picked me up out of a bayonet and raised me. So I don't I could be from anywhere, but probably Lake Tahoe. It's where this it's where the river starts. So okay. <laughs> I have ADD. Um 
And ADD, it's frustrating because a lot of people don't even think ADD is real. They think that I just made it up to get meth, <laughs> and I didn't, okay? Um, like, I read an article that said that ADD uh, is, is really just because uh, we have phone addiction and our mind is scattered. And if that's the case, then why do I lose my phone so much, huh? Like, ADD just affects, affects me in different ways. Like, there are restaurants I can't go to because they thought I was stealing. I just forgot to pay. Um, or like, I, I don't listen to cashiers, never. I always, I never listen to cashiers. After a bad interaction with a cashier, I say, Jeff, you gotta listen to those cashiers, you know? They say important stuff. And then I get another cashier, and I'm like, uh-oh, you know, I forget. And they'll say something, and I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I just answer yes or no to, based on the inflection of whatever I heard, you know, which was, blah, 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 you know. And uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then they'll say, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm like, do I look unsure of myself? You know, I get offended now. And then, and then they ring me up. And uh, I'm about to grab my stuff, and I'm like, you know, are you going to bag, you know? And then I realize, oh, fuck, he asked if I needed a bag, didn't he? You know? And and I, I don't want him to know. You know, he's looking at me like this guy, this fucking idiot wasn't listening to me, was he? And uh, I, I'm a very proud man, so I just I just grab all the groceries, and, and, and then I drop them, and I, I, I run away, I leave forever. I never go back to that grocery store. That's what I do every time. Um, I'm going to stop there. Thank you, guys. All right. That was great. I mean, and you made it through every, every several, sub, every single sentence. See, I can't even talk. Every single sentence without getting distracted. That's really good for somebody who has your condition. I'm just saying you should get together with him with the PTSD. You know what I mean? You guys make a great, great couple. Okay. He's like, hmm, let's just talk about all of our medical ailments. Is that what we're going to do? Hmm. Yeah. All right, you guys. Let's bring up the next medical ailment. Uh, please uh, welcome Stephen Asifo. <laughs> the music oh Jeff left man oh. I didn't know if that would trigger anything in here okay we'll figure oh it's for the window for the window uh, two things about me I live in the mission and I'm a gentrifier and the, the best way to uh, I would recommend you know if you are a gentrifier is support your local community man uh, that's one thing I always try and do that's why I always eat at the, the local taquerias you gotta do that shit man support local businesses uh, it's also why I can no longer eat at Chipotle I can't do that shit man I found out that Chipotle is based off of the mission taquerias you know the, the guy who created fucking Chipotle he, he ate at one Right, he was here for culinary school. He ate at one, and he was just like, "I can gentrify this." Right, he keeps eating. He's like, "Needs less flavor," and then he takes it over to you know his friend. He's like, "Look, I got this idea. Don't call me crazy." And then he's like, "Are you sure? Like that? I think we probably need to differentiate a little bit." He's like, "Hmm." 
had diarrhea. 